BW Sports One, sports media marketing and design. Check us out at BWSportsOne.com. It's another original BW. BW Sports One, sports media marketing and design. Check us out at BWSportsOne.com. It's another original BW Sports One production. What is going on? What is happening, folks? This is another edition of the Dukes of Football. What is happening? The one Man, my leg. <laughs> <laughs> he said his leg. Uh-oh. My leg is happening. We're kicking Uh-oh. it. This is, uh, it'll get better as we go along. You know what I mean? It's just... The way life happens when you are dealing in the Stone Age. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Source. Oh, this guy. We have to listen to this guy again. Yep. We're going to have to. We're going to have to. Well, um, it's been an um, interesting uh, first week of preseason for football. Um Football all around. We did hear some interesting things from college, which we will discuss in weeks coming up. I think we have 24 days. Oh, it's getting close, man. Uh, I yeah, I think we got 24 days to the start of the season. Um, I know that the not so fan of Dan, uh, the <laughs> preseason polls gave out earlier this week, the coaches poll. I know he's not a fan, but he is absolutely excited that Notre Dame is number five, and they have yet to name a starting quarterback. That's scary. <laughs> I don't feel bad. We're number six, and we've yet to name a starting quarterback. <laughs> well, so we're even. Yeah, we're even you know, I, you're going to make me say something about it, damn it. Don't be putting polls out until week six in college, at least. Thank you. I'm done. <laughs> I, just, I had to put it out there. You know what I mean? We know you're not a fan of it, but we have to talk no. about it every now and then. But we don't have to talk about it for a couple of weeks now, so we got a couple of breaks. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So what is going on? What's popping tonight? What is popping, um, Damon? Well, what's popping tonight is the NFC AFC West divisions. To the West, my brother, to the West. Wild, (laughs) wild West. I might have a a video of me doing some crip walking later on. Uh oh. Uh oh. Watch out, folks. Coming in hot with the blue rags. (laughs) <laughs> Be about <in my> crutches. <laughs> <laughs> Little update on that, please, sir. How is everything going? Well, everything is progressing uh, quite nicely. Um, actually, it felt so good that I actually went to the chiropractor and got some poppage. 
So I'm really feeling on cloud now, right now. But Doc says it's looking pretty good. Uh, five seam in five weeks. So we're doing all right. I go. think I've got my next uh, tattoo designs from a uh, revved up tattoo. Uh -oh. I think I'm going to put uh -oh. zippers on my stitches scars. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. That's hot, bro. That's hot for my feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, you can already. A couple people have been over and they've seen it without the boot on, and they've already said that you know you can tell there's swelling in your foot from the surgery, but the ankle looks so much better than before. So um, I'm like taking that, that. softball there. Yeah. So um, having all that better is being great. Yeah. Well. We are going to have to make our way over to the one's kitchen here very soon to check you out over there. Uh, yes, you will. If you want the outdoor action, you got about a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, but yeah, other than that, man, it's all football action for us, man. Football is ready to go. Eli's ready to go. We're all ready to go. Oh, yes. I had a dad moment today. Uh-oh. Let's hear it. My baby girl started her senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. She's a very beautiful, I can't say little girl anymore. Oh, no, not uh, no 6'2 of her. <laughs> None. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm super excited for her last year. Um, yeah, man, senior, like, you're getting there. Last year at home. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But I'm super proud of her. She's an awesome young lady, and she's going to be an awesome addition to somebody's university. So go. she's going to definitely bring up their GPA. <laughs> <laughs> Better happen. So uh, I'm texting Royce. He told me after dogs, and I said, I love dogs. Dong's is a Chinese restaurant in Mooresville. It's oh. like the spot. It's got it holds great memories because that's where we used to go with my wife's family on uh, Christmas Eve. We would all eat there before her dad passed early this uh, year. That was the place you went to. Okay. Yes, their buffet is second to none, bro. It's like actually Asian people cooking the food in the Asian restaurant. Not like on 38th Street where they're Mexicans cooking Asian food. <laughs> well, <laughs> trying to be multi-ethnic. I mean, I still ate it, but it wasn't the same. <laughs> the peppers it. were different. <laughs> no, they were jalapenos. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So I guess we should probably get into something important. Like uh yes, some football like talk. the West. No, wait, we're not going to the West. Well, we'll be talking about the West, but we got to say, yeah, we got a couple. Things I don't know if this thing is working. Yeah, we got a couple things to work to. Hey, have you check out Dan's artwork? Look at that, isn't that special? Oh, I'm gonna have to redo those something on that. I'm gonna have to read those. Are great, those are great add ons to the miscellaneous. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. <laughs> um, let's see. So uh, before we get into anything, we have to shout out our partners and our friends. You know what I mean? They've been loyal to us, and we have to be loyal to them. 
Hey, there this printed go. memories right here. I was just yeah. on the website. Oh, it's so many colors. Right I'm ready to go. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Can we do, can I get BW Sports on a coffee mug? Uh, yes, you can, actually. We have plenty of things. Uh, we just haven't been able to put them out yet. But yes, coming very, 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 very soon, you'll be able to put it on a bunch of things. So here it comes. Whoa, what was that? That's the cat. That's the dog. <laughs> that sounded like a cat. That's no, dog. that's my cat. Oh, that was my dog. That He's sounded the, like a cat. It's Cecil. <laughs> no, this. Cedric at the door trying to get in because he misses me. Ah, oh, he misses daddy. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's so, get to some football talk, damn it. All right. So, first up, uh, let's see. What do we have? Uh, uh, what is all this? Oh, yes. The uh, we had this previous week, we had the Hall of Fame uh, weekend for the NFL. Um, normally, it's the first weekend of preseason football for two teams. They get to play four games. Uh, used to play, used to be used to, get to play four games. Now you play three because there's only three total preseason games. So they get that extra. Or is that right? They get the fourth one. However, it works out. They get an extra one more than the others because they play in a Hall of Fame game. But it's really not about the game. That first game, um, it was a game. It was the Jaguars and the Raiders. Um, the Raiders did what, even though it was the backups, did what we expect them to do, win that game. Yep. Uh, I think the score was 27-11. But the weekend was more about the Hall of Fame, the inductees, uh, the eight people who went in this year. Um, some exciting fans. I mean, some exciting people on that list. I agree. I'm trying to get the list to pull up for me. For some reason, it's being slow. Here we go. There you go. <laughs> Tony, Tony Boselli, just like uh, the source said, you know, he is the first representative of the Jags into the Hall of Fame. He is, and he's their West. first draft pick too. Yes, he was in 1995. I think you were in grade school. I was seventh or eighth grade, yeah. <laughs> he was a left tackle from 95 to 2001. I was in college. 95, Matt. Thank you very much. Gotcha on one. Anyway. Cliff yeah, Branch, so. wide receiver from the Oakland and Los Angeles Raiders from 72 to 85. Leroy Butler, safety for the Green Bay Packers. From 1990 to 2001. The originator Sam of Hill. the Lambo Leap. Yeah, yes, he was. The Thank original Lambo. Yes. See, Source? Where you at on that one? Huh? <laughs> yeah, these people thought the Lambo Leap was, you know, all the way back to the to the uh, Bart Starr days. No. no Bart Starr wasn't jumping. <laughs> <laughs> he was throwing touchdowns. <laughs> All right, Sam so you got Mills. Sam Mills. Yep, I remember watching him with the uh, the Saints a lot more than I do the Panthers. I don't know why. For some reason, I'm just picturing that black and gold. Another – well, then we got the first of a couple Patriots. Is that right? No, mm. one Patriot. Who? Richard Seymour, but he's like yeah. the ninth of that group. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's not the first one, no, but – yeah, he's uh I, I would say yeah. His dad used to be a racer. 
Who are we talking about? Oh, Dick Vermeil. Yes. Sorry. I'm trying to keep up here. Damn it, Source. You got me going. Well, yes. we know what I think about the Source. Wow. <laughs> Bryant Young, defensive lineman from San Fran, 49ers from 94 to 2007. Dick Vermeil, the awesome head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles from 76 to 82. The St. Louis Rams, 97 to 99, with the best uh, show on turf. The, the greatest, greatest show, on show on turf. Yes, the greatest show on turf. <laughs> That's and when Marshall Falk decided he wanted to play football instead of yep. dance at the Vogue with a turf yep. toe. Yep, I remember that. Right? <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, 2001-2005. Art McNally, the official from 1959 to 67. And the NFL supervisor of officials from 68 to 91. It needed a first official in? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I know the muscle guy's gonna have to get in. <laughs> Dude, there was a lawyer and didn't go freaking muscle around NFL players of the weekend. I don't know, but it was uh Valley um, is the first NFL official, yes. Yeah, there you go. So um yeah, it was great. I liked the uh the speeches were all um inspiring. Um, Dick Vermeil being of old money and of uh, an old white man, not trying to follow the rules, give you eight minutes, and he took twenty three. <laughs> well, if there was a, if there was a brother, they'd have went to commercial. Now I'm just playing. I can't prove that. I'm just causing man, problems. Ain't no problem. You are really causing problems for no reason. <laughs> the medication, folks. He's still on it. Nope. This is a free old man. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's talk about the game. And there it was, because that's all I know. I didn't yeah, even watch um, the I, I had it on, and I had it on. <laughs> I wasn't home. I was doing something with the daughter, so I was kind of tied up. So, And I wasn't going to watch the game anyway. I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't going to watch the game. I mean, I watched, I watched a little bit of it, but it wasn't enough for me to say I watched it. It was on in the background. I don't even know what the hell we were doing. No, I knew it was on because I was missing my new show, which they moved to Wednesdays because the football is back on. Uh, generational uh, Gap. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wow. I have reached OA hood. I am watching game shows on prime time. <laughs> you know, Pressure He's, Luck is back. He No, really? Yes, no whammies, no, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> Awesome. Mm. And so, yeah, like we said earlier, the Raiders won the game 27-11. Uh, so, but um, we shall see a better um, product of preseason ball this uh, particular or this upcoming week due to, you know, it's a shorter set of preseason games. So we get to see the starters a little bit earlier. Um, so this one, I think we'll see a little bit of them. What is it? Uh, maybe the first quarter, and then next week we'll see them for maybe the half, and then third game we won't see them at all. But um, here is the uh, preseason schedule for um, this weekend. All right. Well, what do we have here? Let's see. Let's see. Oop, I'm just hitting buttons now. <laughs> the button, the button, the button, the, the button. button, the button, the button, the button. 
Well, that's fine because uh, then you can actually see the gains. <laughs> most of them. The bottom so, one cut off, but oh well. Uh, there's New England. I mean, there's Indianapolis Buffalo. That should be interesting uh, just for the namesake. Uh, but I mean, there's a couple games that will be interested in watching uh, just to see where some of the um, the issues of training kept um, for uh, different positions, especially the quarterback position. So there's obviously games that we want to watch to take a look at um, the Chicago game. You want to see where the development of Justin Fields is going. Um, I think you want to lot watch the, new, uh, the, the Panthers game to see um, how much further ahead uh, Baker Mayfield is on, on the other guy who they was had in there. Uh, Donaldson, Josh, somebody. Aaron, no, I don't know. Whoever he is, he's not going to start. <laughs> you talking about the Panthers? Yes. Ah, uh, shit. God. Yes, man. that guy. That is, yes. Came yeah. from the Jets. Air, uh, Sam Darnold. There you go. Yes. Darnold. Jeez. Yes. I kept wanting to call right him now. Donald. <laughs> so that's what's throwing me off. So you got to look at that a little bit. Uh, I want to check out Miami to see how uh, Tua Toa Valonga is uh, progressing you know, with his development, you know, the Eagles, you want to check out the Hurts. I think I'm looking at more quarterbacks in this preseason um, development than I am pretty much any other position since there's so many young quarterbacks right now who are leading franchises. Yeah, that's true. Um, you got to develop them. Hopefully nobody jumps into, you know, uh, a quarterback situation too quickly, but we all know it's going to happen. We're somewhere – like we saw, um, what's his name over at, uh, well, hell, the Jets, uh, Darnold, when he was there. Um, I really, uh, well, no, I'm not going to talk about it now because I'll wait for the North, okay? I will <laughs> wait for the North. But uh, kind of going back to, to the sources comment, big injuries so far in preseason, not into the games yet. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about him here in a little bit. Blue is Achilles, I think. He's out for the season already for Denver. Um, yeah, you know, I mean break. it's the nature, it's the nature of the beast, man. I mean, sucks. I hate to see it. It sucks. It's terrible for these teams who invested so much in these these upcoming seasons. But I mean, it's the nature of the beast. And then this next man up. I mean, that's why you got backups and backups to backups in practice squad. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah, it's Jakeem Grant from Cleveland. That's who it was, not Denver. I'm sorry. Well, See, he's on couple, it, man. He's on it. That's why we got you couple, here, brother. Yeah, <laughs> there's been a couple uh, major injuries and a couple nagging injuries that shouldn't be like um, um, the Rams, their quarterback, Stafford. Why Why is your elbow hurting while you're throwing? And all that stuff when you had surgery back after you won. You know, I don't know. It's a lot going on. So um, stuff to look at, you know, uh, Matt Ryan, you know, it's all about the quarterbacks this season, this preseason to me. So well, we'll have to see what happens. I hope no big injuries happens to anymore. Really? Yeah. <laughs> anymore. So, so uh, that takes care of training camp. Uh, last couple of things before we get into our main subject. Um, we had some unfortunate news. Again, the running back position is not looking good when it comes to off-the-field issues. I'm not sure why the running back position is a position that uh, is deciding to be a lot more aggressive with their um, um, criminal activity outside of football. Um, I don't want to say so much criminal activity, but it is criminal activity. Uh, Frank Gore, I don't really understand why you're dragging chicks 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I was so much respect for Frank Gore. Like, you're you're nothing to me. Like, I hope they nail your ass to the wall. I mean, at what point in time do you feel that you need to drag a chick down the hallway by her hair? Anybody, you know what I mean? Go do your law office alignment like that. Go do one of the, the defensive backs like that. You're not. You're a bitch. There That's you what go. I got to say about that. And Marshawn Lynch, you're hilarious. Man, you're Marshawn, absolutely hilarious. Like all four tires were flat, bro. God. That's bad. Like all four tires were flat. Like what tire did That's even bad. have? Did, what rim didn't even have a tire on it, and he's just driving down. He's trying to get home, man. He's just trying to get home. Man, did you see the bug shot? Man, Marshawn looked like he was nine sheets to the wind. Oh, he was gone. He was gone. There ain't no suspicion of of being under the influence on that one. That was that looked like me when I got home from the halfway house. <laughs> When they dropped me off at the doorstep and rung the doorbell. Wow. <laughs> Ding dong. He's your problem again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Memories. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, oh, NFL yes. owners approved the sale of the Denver Broncos to the Walton Pinner Group, which has Lewis Hamilton, F1 driver, and Condoleezza Rice. And yep. former secretary of state for W. Yep. And then is Serena Williams in that group as well? I don't think she's in that group. Okay. But salute to <laughs> Serena Williams on her farewell tour at the U.S. Open coming up in a couple of weeks. Yep. Get it, girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's good for the Denver Broncos to bring a new fresh life. Uh, I know the or the former owners wanted to keep it in family. But none of the kids were either interested or in a position to run the franchise. So it went up for sale. And uh, the Waltons uh, hope they don't do it like they did all their crappy ass freaking stores. <laughs> you know, maybe it's not that he can't pronounce it. Maybe he just doesn't want to pronounce it that well. What? So, the Denver Broncos. Uh, dude can't even pronounce uh, Goodell's name. Uh, well, he mm, enough of Goodell. <sighs> <laughs> That's a whole, that might be an off the air podcast. <laughs> Speaking of Goodell, NFL appeals on Watson's suspension, pushing for one year. I mean, did we not think that was going to happen? Were we not expecting it? And I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just the same old scenario when it comes to the players' organization. Or the players' union trying to battle the league in um, in court, in federal court. These are things that you agree to in the collective bargaining agreement. You agree for, I mean, yeah, there's a, a uh, another arbitrator, but all the NFL have to do is appeal, and then it goes right back to Roger. So the system was not changed, <laughs> period. <laughs> so I don't know what they keep going in for. Um, I, I don't, I don't, hey man, I have my own opinions about it. Um, egregious and predatory. Those are the words that keep coming out, come into my mind. Egregious and predatory. So I agree. Whatever. Yeah. And he's in my division, so I definitely don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I <Bye> Felicia. <laughs> 
Big news, really, is it, though? Bears linebacker Roquan Smith requesting a trade. I'm telling you what, man, I we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the North. I, I keep saying this, but man, I really want to dog on these bears because uh, <laughs> it's going to be it's bad. Bad. Hey, Chicago bears fans. It's gonna be, I hope, I I hope you have a process because it's going to be bad. And y'all maybe <laughs> the team out of Chicago to the suburbs. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> not good, not good. We'll talk about those later. <laughs> we will talk about those later. Those are sneaky. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I got for for. Ooh, let's slide in this. Um, this is a good time to slide this in because my guy uh, is off the rocker. So here <laughs> is. Here is rev our revved up ridiculousness. Oh, it was going to be gone until we come back for our regular shows and put it in because we were focusing on our uh, divisions. But this shit, man, is absolutely amazing for Mr. Antonio Brown. But brought to you by Revved Up Tattoos. When it comes to body ink, go somewhere with quality work and you feel comfortable for your next tattoo session. 317-537-2667. Call Boom. Todd and um damn it, I forgot her name. Shit. <laughs> Call Todd today. Oh, get your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our friend Antonio Brown is at it again. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know if this is true. It, it's not a a whole bunch of reliable sources, but we've seen it come around a couple times. Uh, but if, but it's one of those players that you just like, yeah, I think 97% he probably said it. This is oh, what he I'm, said. I'm wholeheartedly <laughs> agreeing. That's what he said. So I guess he was doing an interview or a podcast or whatever. And somebody asked him what his biggest regret might have been with his career. So he said, my biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker <laughs> or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet or throwing rocks at the UPS driver. <laughs> and it definitely didn't. And it definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around Jet Stadium mid-game while throwing up the deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch a game afterwards, but I can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rock. I'm gonna get my, I'm gonna get my the, out the Lions Den now right now because Damon literally told me we, we were talking about this right before the show started. He had this for revved up ridiculousness, and I had it for out the Lions Den. For one, you ain't Jesus. For two, you ain't the Beatles at Red Rock. For three, you need help. And that's it. That's all I'm saying on them. That's it. Oh, I don't know what was worse, that or the little video clip of his 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 concert. 
Look, Matt, I am perfectly fine with uh, microdosing. If it works for you, you do you. You know, if that's what it takes for him to win MVP, is it really enhancing the way you throw, the way you, you know, see the feet? Well, hold on here. Yep, I bet that's what it is. It is enhancing his way, his his vision to see the fields because when he's hallucinating and microdosing, he's seeing every split second of that field. So, yeah, I guess that's a PED. All right. Um, is it banned? Nope. All right, then. So what's the conversation? You was rolling on with stuff. I'm going to roll on with stuff. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I mean, is it banned? No. No, I'm fine. Like I said, I'm fine with that. But I guess that would be a PED. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Taking the uh, taking ginseng is PED. You know what I mean? You're enhancing your performance <laughs> to the west. <laughs> <laughs> yes, apparently we're now going to the west, and we're going to start off in the AFC to the west. To the west. So here are four teams in the AFC: um, the Denver Broncos. Kansas City Chiefs, Las Vegas Raiders, and the Chargers. So you got two teams with new cities. But, I mean, arguably this is the best division in football right now. It definitely could be argued that for sure. Um, well, it's definitely not the Cowboys or the Eagles. <laughs> no, I notice I didn't say Notice I didn't say the NFC East. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> Wasn't saying that, but... Uh, yeah, I, it is. I mean, you look at the four teams that are in it, all four teams could be in the playoffs. So, uh, definitely all four teams could be in the playoffs. All four teams have, um, elite or up and coming elite quarterbacks. Uh, some have uh, these are years for some to prove, like Derek Carr. Um, this is a prove it year for him. You have all, all things lined up for you. You got a, a coach now that's quarterback offensively friendly, you got weapons. Added two weapons that you already have. Um, the defense and Derek Carr is the is the question for for the Raiders. But um, you got four quality quarterbacks out of this one. You got Mahomes, Derek Carr, Herbert, and um, old reliable Wilson. Yep, it's going to definitely be an interesting uh, division. I think they're going to be doing a lot of splitting their games up between the four of them. Uh, you know, wins and losses within the division. I think it's going to be pretty even. I think you're, I think I do agree with you that it is one of the toughest, if not the toughest divisions in football right now. Uh, you look at it, you know, let's start with the Denver Broncos with them being right there. Like you said, Russell Wilson is now behind center. Um, well, we can't start with the Denver Broncos. Okay. You have to start with whoever won the division last year. Okay, well then let's get to the Chiefs. <laughs> As it. you can see, we have <laughs> uh, <clears throat> our records for what we think the Chiefs are going to do uh, this particular season. Uh, they finished the year last year at twelve and five and won this division. <clears throat> and you think that they are going to match up to their expectations of last year? I think they are. I mean, people are quiet as kept. They're they're talking about what they lost. Um, I I know that Tyreek Hill is 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 a um um a a game changer on the field, but what they replaced him with 
might not have did everything that they did in one person, but it does everything that he did in multiple players where it gives multiple options of weapons that um, Patrick Mahomes uh, didn't have. I mean, I know I hated losing Juju Smith-Schuster, but he's going to be a great addition to um, Patrick Mahomes because he is one of the best route runners in the, in the uh, as the wide receiver position. I mean, you can put him outside and you can also put him in the slot and he runs routes. He might not blow away from you, but he's a possession guy. And, and, and in the division, you're going to need possession guys with those defenses being as good as they are or can be. I agree with that. You know, as I'm looking at it, I put them at nine and eight. And I still think that, you know, they're going to, like we mentioned, they're in a division that's tough. They're going to lose at least two of those games in the division, potentially three. I mean, so there's three losses right there. Then you look at, you know, all the other uh, matchups that they have, the Bills, the Colts, the Titans, you know, it's it's a it's a gauntlet for potential disaster, is like I call it. No, uh, it is. Their I first eight games against all playoff teams. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Man. and the only one isn't. It's a bye week. Yeah, so I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be tough for him. I think the focus is on the loss of Tyreek Hill, but you need to be focusing more on the loss of uh, Matthews on or yeah, Matthews on e, uh, on defense, the Honey Badger. That's where I think the losses are really going to be affected for Kansas City. But the offense is so good and so control dominated. You know, I know there's games that they're going to lose in the division. I got them losing both games to the Raiders but I don't have them losing to the Denver Broncos. Um, and I don't have them losing to the charges. You know what I mean? I just, just something about quarterback play. He's better than both of those other guys. You know, I've been on Justin Herbert ever since he came out of the, uh, NCAA, you know, uh, what was it? Oregon, I believe. Wasn't yeah. Oregon's yeah. okay. Ever since he came out of Oregon and it's like, he's there, he's there, he's there. Now they may be starting to build a team to actually help him out. Um, yeah, it's not his year. He has another year. <laughs> well, you know, again, like you said, though, the defenses, it's 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 like we have a uh, um, a whole division of the old Patriots where it was all offense, no defense. They could score 60 points but would allow 40. You know what I'm saying? So in this day and age, can you allow that many points – uh without losing the game i don't know i think there's like you said i think there's a definitely a better defense in this division that is going to show that they are the team to beat and it's not the kansas city chiefs in my opinion i understand um i don't even i haven't been 12 and 5 but i don't have them to win the division so we're good <laughs> uh but they got tough games like i have them losing the colts i have them losing to the bills um, I have them losing to the Bengals and then the two games to the Raiders. That's five games right there. There you go. <laughs> All right. So we are moving on to who the hell is next. That would be who finished second last year. The, the Raiders. The so Raiders. That's not enough games. It should be 13 and four. Wow. <laughs> I Damon's in the past, guys. <laughs> I could actually fix that right now, and I'm going right. to. It's all right. Well, 
All right, let's talk about the Raiders. Josh Daniels now a head coach, um, finally doing his own thing. We will see what happens when he's given his own team finally away from Belichick. Uh, it is what it is. I'm, I'm kind of 50-50 on what he can do. We've seen what's happened to previous Belichick protégés, and it not really worked out well. The biggest thing there in the offense is Devontae Adams coming from Green Bay and is going to help Derek Carr out with that offense, uh, offensive threat. And they had uh, the only thing that I can see the downside really on them would be the it was a typically short ended uh, draft. You, you only they only had six picks and they, I think they didn't start until the third round. Um, so we'll see if that plays into anything, uh, you know, barring any injuries, I still think that the Raiders are the team to beat in the AFC West. I agree with you. That's who I got winning the AFC West. I got them winning it by one game uh, because I think, honestly, I think they drop one game in the division because it's the Raiders and they tend to get complacent at times. But what I saw last year from Derek Carr and the Raiders going through all the crap that John Gruden situation brought about that organization. Yeah, they didn't fare well into when they hit the playoffs, but they were like, everybody was dinged up, but they were beat up like Baltimore. They, they were beat up pretty bad when right. they hit into the playoffs, you know what I mean? But for them to fight off what they went through, they truly went through adversity and that first season and for them to make it to the playoffs and still win as many games as they did and be competitive as they were, uh, the leadership of Derek Carr stepped up. And adding uh, adding Davis to um, – I forgot what the tight end's name is, who is absolutely fabulous. You got um, Hunter Winfrey was there. You got another receiver that's there. You got Jacobs coming back in the backfield. I mean, their offense is loaded. But what carried them last year was their defense. So if their offense keeps up with their defense this year, man, the Raiders are forced to be reckoned with. And with an offensive guru like Josh McDaniels, I think it's easy. I think the reason why he didn't come to Indianapolis was because of the unsecurity in the quarterback position. But he doesn't have that in uh, Los Angeles. He's got a guy, and he's got a guy who's ready to be that guy. So we'll see if he can hold the boots of that guy. There you go. The Raiders. The Raiders. The stinky Raiders. I like the Raiders this year, man. They're really good. Yeah, and the reason I have those, I mean, you'll see with my other uh, records with the other two teams, it's going to be, you know, it's it's a tough division. They're going to have to. They're going to be beating up each other left and right. So, And it's going to make them formidable for when they hit the playoffs, bro. They're going to be a hard team to beat. All right, so that takes us to... The third team last year is the Chargers. The Chargers. Who is now in Los Angeles sharing the stadium with the Rams. Makes <laughs> no sense. They're killing me. So great minds look alike. <laughs> Think alike. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. On finished, so what? They finished uh, – the Chargers finished 9-8 and eight last year, and we kind of figured that they're going to be exactly that this year. I know the additions that they made on defense – are going to be great, but I think they lack all the weapons that Herbert needs on offense. Um, I know Greg is not going to like this, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it is what it is. I mean, yeah, the defense is going to keep you in games. But right now, your offense can't win games. 
Well, and we'll see on the offense. I think they have improved a little bit um, with uh, bringing in – or not bringing in, but um, drafting Texas A&M's um, running back, Isaiah Spiller. Um, and they still have Austin Eckler, which I think he's going to be fighting for his position, honestly, as the RB1 um, and with the offense. Now, like I said, I've been on Herbert train for a while, and he just keeps – he's there, he's there, he's there, and it's like he's turning into a maybe next year, and maybe it is because of – the, the lack of help on the offensive side of the ball. I don't know, but you know, the defense has, has been lackadaisical. Um, they're, they're not very, uh, they don't have a, a very good uh, stretch. Um, they're not disciplined. They're they're not, there you go. They're definitely not disciplined. They haven't acted disciplined over the past couple of years. So we'll see if that changes, that may change the whole ball game, but yet to be seen. Well, the addition of Khalil Mack is going to make a huge difference to the psyche of that defense and how they play. Um, right. I think it's going to affect them uh, positively. Um, I'm just not secure enough. Now, I, now, I'm high on Justin Herbert. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback, and I think he's in a good place to become a really good quarterback. But to be a really good quarterback, you need to have quality weapons around you, and I doesn't, and I don't think he has enough to compete in this division. Now, if they were in any other division, I think they'd be one of the one or two better teams in those division. But right now the Raiders and the chiefs are, are a dog. And then you get this, this, this new addition um, to the, um, the new addition to the, to the division when it comes with Russell Wilson over here with Denver. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all know what he can do on the field. He's with a different team now. He's with a different coach now. He's doing everything, you know, kind of new to him. He's still looking good out on the field. You know, I've seen some uh, video of him um, during training camp and whatnot. But, you know, uh, still, I, I don't trust uh, uh, Denver. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't trust Denver. I will say, you know, Nathaniel Hackett being the new head coach is total opposite from Vic Vangio, uh, Fangio. Uh, he's more balanced run, and that may help the whole situation with, especially for Russell uh, Westbrook. There, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton are out there for him, but the defense is what I'm kind of concerned with in my eyes. I mean, I think the offense can put points up. Will they be able to put as many points up as their oppositions, especially in this division? I don't know yet, but that's why I have a three-way tie in the records. Um, in this division with only one team being one game ahead. Yeah. Um, I got them nine and eight as well with um, the chargers. And they, I just think they have a tough schedule. I don't think their, their offense has like, I don't know anybody on offense other than Russell Wilson. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yes, <laughs> like I don't know anybody. I'm like that's like I don't know who the quarterback is for Houston. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll find so, that out when we talk about the yeah, AFC South. So, <laughs> I mean, I like what Russell Wilson brings to the table. Um, yeah. Granted, with his age and the way the position progresses and how he plays the game. I still think he's got a couple years. I think Denver can be good, but they need more pieces of offense and defense. I think they have more going out the door than they had coming in the door. So that's why I got them. 
uh, finishing a little with uh, at five fifty five because Russell Wilson is why they're oh, they're above five fifty five or above five fifty seven. Okay, above five fifty seven. <laughs> five hundred. Right. They're above five hundred. Well, there was our calls of the AFC West. Before you hear our calls for the NFC West, we're going to bring our boys in over from Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. You can check them out at Dynasty Bros FF everywhere that you can find people. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and BW Sports 1 right here with the Dukes of Football. All Man, I wish. year long. Man, I wish I was I could do fantasy because their show is hot. Their show is hot. And I learned oh. I get so much football news from watching them about fantasy. So yes, uh sir. love those guys. Yes, sir. Well, let's let you all check them out right now. <laughs> What's good, brothers and babies? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. What you looking at, Vic? I'm looking at the screen. You looking at me? Oh man, my bad. Hey, this is where you come for your fancy football needs and chop butter about the latest NFL news. I'm Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co-bro. We got Dynasty Bro Vic, aka Chief Sosta FF here on our fire ass DJ. I'm DJ Hey Bro. What's good? And we're here talking about the AFC and NFC West. And what we're gonna do is the same thing we did last week for the divisional breakdown. We got a couple guys a piece to talk about, whether we like them or dislike them. And uh, yeah, just get y'all ready, man. Rolling into the season. So we're excited about that. It's August. Few weeks away, man. It's creeping up, bro. Like, do you believe it's football? We just literally had some football last Thursday. A little I'm excited, bit. man. I'm excited. I was thinking about. I wonder if DJ Avo got that don't like, and if he don't, he can pull it up next week. So it's all good. But, uh, bro, should, I, should we just kick it off with that kind of energy? Because I got two yeah, guys bro. that I don't like. You, you go ahead. Go and kick both of them. Unless you want me to go while Avo's trying to find them. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. We we can alternate, man. I'm gonna let you go first. All right. While we happy right now, let me talk about a guy I like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to talk about Mr. Hollywood Brown, Marquise Hollywood Brown, wide receiver newly acquired for the Arizona Cardinals, man. Um, here's the thing. He was good in an offense that really didn't fit his strengths. You know, he got hella targets, and they really needed to do better with trying to connect, uh, you know, further down the field with him, which Lamar struggles sometimes. But now yeah. he's, you know, transitioning over to the best deep th- – Technically, by percentage, the best deep ball thrower in the league right now, Kyler Murray. They went to college together back in Oklahoma, so they already have that kind of rapport. It's not too far back. So, uh, and it's a system he's familiar with. So he, he had to go there, and he had, he didn't have to learn a lot already. So, we're talking about a guy who's going to start the season without any real competition because D Hop is gone for six weeks. So, I love the 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 rapport he'll be able to get for those first few weeks, and I just think he's going to be dominant, man. And even when D Hop comes back. Who knows if he's still going to be the heavy targeted guy because he hasn't really been there for a couple of years. Hollywood probably won't get the touchdowns, but if he's getting a bunch of yardage going forward and, and you know, actually being able to connect on some more of them deep balls, um, I think that'll be good, man. So love me some Marquise Hollywood Brown from Arizona Cardinals. Uh, you want me to keep going? Nah, well, let me chime in on Hollywood. All right, go ahead. Um, you know, it's definitely going to be an upgrade over Kirk. And, of course, Christian Kirk saw 17% of the targets last year in that offense. So, you know, just just give you the more explosive guy down the field. So, yeah, not a bad call. Facts. Okay. Let's get into one of your right, don't man. like guys, bro. Hey, shout out to DJ Abel, man. We got him working, man, and appreciate that transition. So, let's go to the NFC West, LA Rams. Cam Akers, man, running back. Yes, the starting running back for the Rams. I don't like. Let me tell you why. The numbers just ain't mathing for me. So, they were 23rd in rush attempts. 
So they really want to throw the ball. We saw that, right? We saw that Stafford and Cooper Cup connection, also OBJ. And then on top of that, man, they rushed Cam Akers back off injury, man. So he didn't look as explosive to me in the playoffs. So if you go back to the Super Bowl in the playoff run, Cam just didn't look explosive. And we know he's working hard to get back on the field. And as of lately, recently, we're hearing Coach speak that, look, Rams are saying they have two number ones and Cam Akers and Darrell Henderson. So they run around multiple running backs. So given the rushing opportunity as far as with the attempts, 23rd last year in rushing attempts. Now, I will say this. They are third in red zone, like as far as like we're being in a red zone. Yeah. So they're going to see a lot of red zone opportunities. But we also saw they threw the ball to cup a lot, too. So I'm out on Cam Akers, man, just given the injury, you know, bounce back. He's still recovering. You know, they're squeezing him back in. Didn't look explosive when we last seen him in the playoffs. I'm out. Yeah, I'm not going to go by Cam because – I think there's a world where the both of those guys just eat into each other's production, and I don't really want to buy that. I'm not buying that. So. And they paid Cup, and they paid staff. They're going to throw the ball. And A-Rod. All right, man. I got another guy that I don't like since we're already here. All right. If you're good with that. Yes, you good sir. with that? All right, cool. So let's go to Denver, man, AFC West. Cortland Sutton, man, wide receiver. Look, this is a guy who hasn't cracked – a top 12 finish. I know he has finished as wide receiver 17 in the sophomore year, but he's coming off injury, not this past season, but the previous year. So towards ACL last year was more of the bounce back season. He gets an upgrade and Russell Wilson from a quarterback standpoint, but I just can't get with the hype, man. Like Denver is going to be a high powered offense. So many weapons. They don't have to feature Corlin Sutton. Like they can throw it to Judy. They can throw it to Gordon. Vonta Williams out of backfield. Hamlet can stretch the field. They got a couple tight ends and Albert O and the rookie Dolchage. A lot of weapons, bro. So these high-powered offenses, you don't have to force feed Corlin setting the ball. So that's a trap for me, man. And, again, he's a guy who hasn't finished even as a wide receiver, too, um, in the past couple of years. One year due to injury, and then, of course, last year was the bounce-back year. I will acknowledge he had quarter, terrible quarterback play. So definitely it's upgrading Russell Wilson. He didn't even have a quarterback technically. Um Nah, I actually like Sutton, and he doesn't even need a lot of volume because DK was a, you know, he was a top receiver flirting with 80 catches and 10 plus touchdowns, and that's not a lot from a Russell Wilson receiver, if you ask me. I do think Sutton is the touchdown guy, big body, and um, he just looks like the veteran. If you go, you know, look at the, the film from training camp and all of that stuff, he looks like the guy that's that's that, you know that's leading that 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 whole little transition of them being a good wide receiver core. So I like Sutton and I don't think you have to pay a lot for Sutton right now. And that's, that's in redraft or dynasty. So give me the guy that I think has, you know, top 12 potential just being tied to Russell Wilson, but you're not paying nowhere near that to get to acquire. So I like him and I ain't going to flex, bro. I like some Sutton. I know you, you more on the injury side of you got to prove it. I know he ain't did a lot in the past couple of years, but I was more able to give him the pass, you know, especially recovering after that ACL. So. We'll see. I don't have him finishing as a top 24. So I got Ooh. my side of 24, but we'll see. Ooh. That offense so high power, you can spread that ball around. You don't have to force you. All right. Who's your All right, last my guy? last guy? Can we switch to something happy, Ava? He kind of already transitioned. My guy's working back here. Whoa, okay. Whoa, I like this. Uh, all right, let's talk about Mr. Josh Jacobs, man. Running back for the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders, Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders. It is Ramy. Uh, but nah, Las Vegas Raiders, man. Look, it's been a top 12 running back two years in a row. And what's changed? Honestly, what what has changed? 
You still got a pass catching running back in the backfield to take that away. That never scared me away. The only thing that's changed is they add Devonta Adams in there going to be a better offense, which means better things for the running game in general. Give me a guy that, you know, Josh McDaniels comes from that Patriots system. They love to run the ball. That's what they do. Um, they might try to run him into the ground because they didn't even give him an extension. They didn't they didn't sign the, the fifth-year option from uh, uh, for him his rookie contract. So I think they're just going to run him into the ground. I think he's going to get a lot of rushes. I think he's going to score a lot of touchdowns, man. I see if, if he hits 10-plus touchdowns this year, I wouldn't be shocked because the offense is going to be great. They're going to be moving the stick. So, yeah, man, give me some Josh Jacobs. People are so down on him. Like, Zamir is going to come take his spot or, like, Kenyon Drake's going to catch 100 passes or something out the backfield. I hate the way they've been looking at him the same way for two years and he's still just been doing it. Nothing's got worse. Things only got better. For him. How you feel about Josh Jacobs? Like the call, man. I mean, Derek Carr, he, he should throw 30-plus touchdowns. He hasn't cracked the 40-plus touchdowns, so a lot of red zone opportunities given they got Devontae Williams, like you said. A lot of red zone weapons, really. They got uh, Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro. See a lot of rushing opportunities for Josh Jacobs in the red zone, so I like the call. I'm in. Facts. All right. Uh, well, there we go, man. That's the AFC. Uh, West? Nah, the NFC and AFC West. My bad. And uh, just giving you a few guys to be hip to or Stay away from. That's what we do. We the Dynasty Bros. Showing you how to dominate your league. Dynasty Bro style. I'm Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co-bro. Dynasty Bro Vic. Avo, walk us out, bro. Hey, man, y'all be safe, man. Y'all catch us next week because that's what we do. Catch us. Watch us. Help us dominate your league. Dynasty Bro Wait, style. Before we do that, man, shout out to the one. Shout out to the lion. Last time I called him the ass, that's not his nickname no more. It's it's the lion. So I was lying last time. <laughs> so shout out to the lion and the one. Shout out to Black and White Sports. Thanks for clicking up with us. We'll be back next week, man. Whole lot of gang shit going on. Whole lot. Thank you to our boys over at the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. Check them all out at Dynasty Bros FF everywhere. I dropped the link to their YouTube channel in the comments as well. And yes, he got he's fifty percent now. He's he's almost there. I, I've had a second talk with him because I forgot to mention that last time. No, I was lying. I got that when I heard it. I'm like, okay. Oh, I, I did hear the last part because I wanted to make sure that the whole audio and all that works. So, yeah, I heard that earlier. Uh, so I'm excited. I, I like what they said about um, um, for your fantasies. It gave me a little insight, gave me a couple names of people that I forgot that was ever in Denver. So I still didn't change my. <laughs> my prediction but nah the afc east is like we said the afc east or i'm sorry the west yes west is going to be the raiders all right so um now it's time to jump into the nfc sir oh boy now i don't know who has control of the uh the comment ass works better. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy we are now in the <sighs> nfc sir Yeah, I don't know how to hear there, there we go. Where this line come from? Uh, Here you go, the NFC. You got the Niners, you got the Cadness, you got the Rams, and you got the Sweethawks. The so I guess <laughs> the Seahawks. Yeah, um, I, I don't know about their coach. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot of nothing uh for for this particular group. I think this is a one, a um 
a one team, a one team division. You know, um, I'm tired of putting a uh, little mental stock in the Cardinals and they just continue to lay eggs. Ah, yes. Get it. Get it. Look at him <laughs> dropping those bombs. And then, um, the, and then with the crap that went on with Kyler Murray's contract, um, I have nothing for the Cardinals. Um, nothing positive. So, um, I guess we'll start with who we think is going to win the division that won it last year. <laughs> the Rams. The they fin- Rams. They finished last year 12 and 5 and won the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. They are your defending champions and added a nice piece to wide receiver in Allen Robinson. Thank God he got himself out of Chicago, folks, just like the team's trying to. But he did move. And now I think Alvin Robinson, we might actually get to see the full Allen Robinson because he was with the Jags. He didn't have a bad time there. I'm not saying he was bad. It was just the, what his environment. When you put the seed in the ground, is it an oak tree seed that you put in a two-foot pot? Or is it an oak, foot, oak tree seed that you put in the ground out in the forest? Well, he's been in a couple of pots lately from Jacksonville to Chicago. Now he's in somewhere who's got them uh, their heads out of their rear ends. And I see full potential there. So we'll definitely see that. And then obviously, um, uh, yeah, Cam Akers. Don't slide on him this year. Running back. Pay attention. I was listening to the Dynasty Bros. I'm not paying attention to the running back. <laughs> we're not talking fantasy now. They were talking fantasy. We're not they talking, were talking fantasy. fantasy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The Rams look good. Um, I think their their percentages of repeating are not as high. You know what I mean? They weren't all that high of winning it last year. I think they were the ones who were the healthiest going through the gauntlet of the NFL playoffs, you know, so um, I think they have decisions to make when it comes to Odell, Bell Jr., Odell Beckham Jr. Because clearly he was the best player in the Super Bowl until he got hurt. <laughs> what? Do you just uh, now see that? <laughs> yeah, I left I, it up there for you. Right, I, yeah, <laughs> but uh, where was I? I don't know where I was. You know, one, you know, one thing that, that bothers me with this team this year is how early their bye week falls. That's scary. To me, I'd rather have a bye week towards the the middle or the late middle part or the beginning of the end type part, but not week seven out of 17 That's uh, or 18 weeks. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, um, I think they'll have a positive year. I think they'll do good things. Obviously, they'll win their division. They'll go to the playoffs. But I have just a quite uh, better NFC teams than I do the Rams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I got them eleven to six. I mean, shit, you got them eleven to six. It's not like we think they're trash. No, by any <laughs> means, they're going back to the playoffs. Yeah, it's not like I think they're trash. Right. Like this team, I think is going to take a huge step down. Uh, mm-hmm. They finished the year last year at. 11 and six finished second in the division. Uh, but this year I have nothing for them. I'm not happy about anything going on. What sticks out most to me is the contract wording of what they put on Kyler Murray. Not that I'm high or a fan of Kyler Murray. That's just not what faith you have in 
your franchise quarterback. And so I think that vibe is going to rub off, no matter if they retracted it or not. I think that vibe is going to run off everything they got going on throughout their locker room. It's just not going to be a good year for the Cardinals. And it might be uh, time to put up or shut up for uh, Kyler Murray. I mean, you got Kyler Murray issues with the contracts. You got DeAndre Hopkins suspended for PEDs for six weeks. Uh, You got uh, Marquise Brown. They did bring him from Baltimore to kind of help fill that void, but they did nothing major to help their situation. And I'm with you. I'm not going to talk about this team because I've talked them up so much over the past five years and they have shit on me. So until they show me, uh, yeah, I'm done. I'm at the show. I'm in. I'm in St. Louis now. I'm in the show me state. Yeah, yeah. Do something, bro. I'm. I'm like I've been high on them season after season, and they've done dick. So um, I'm. I'm off of the Cardinals. Yeah, you're lucky I didn't make you finish under five hundred. Under five fifty. My bad. Yeah, five fifty seven. Yeah, it was real <laughs> close. It was real it close. It's just because right, yeah. I have zero faith in the rest of these two teams that come up behind them. and we'll start with the team that finished third last year the 49ers oh my god i don't care how good kyle shanahan is the guy has thrown what 12 passes in the last four years who you want to replace him you want to replace a guy who wins kyle shanahan yeah i don't know who the coach is over there kyle shanahan yeah, that's right. He I was talking he, about he threw passes. Yeah, talk about his quarterback. Ah, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> talk about his quarterback, Trey Trance, Trey Lance, Trey Lance. Sounds like a boy band. But this guy's <laughs> thrown twelve passes in the last four years, and you want to replace a guy that took you one game from the Super Bowl, and all he does is just win football games, and you want to replace him. And I'm surprised that nobody is wanting to get Jimmy G. Is Jimmy uh, G a dick or something? I, I don't know about that, but I do know that there was one team that it could really make or break their season now. Let's just say that. Who, They're Cleveland? in the AFC North. Who, and Cleveland? they start with Cleve, and it ends with Land. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Go get your quarterback who's going to win you some games at least this year. I mean, what what they have on paper, if they did get Jimmy G, that would definitely change how I pick the games. Absolutely. Not to say that (laughs) Jimmy G is going to win you games, but Jimmy G has shown definitely not going to lose you games. He can run. I mean, he can run the the scheme. He can run the offense. He can he can analyze out there. He's not. You know, I'm not sitting there saying that he's going to uh, be a, a Tom Brady type esque or whatever just because he was underneath him. But no, he's 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 a decent quarterback. He's the only quarterback out there that would work in Cleveland right now. I don't understand why the deal hadn't been made, but yeah, same France pretty ignorant. I'm not to understanding what he means by four years. Who said four years? Huh? Who said four years? I'm talking about his oh, I'm talking about his his obviously, yeah, he was a rookie last year. No, he was a rookie during the pandemic because he didn't play at all. Remember, he didn't play at all, and Jimmy G won played through that. But the end result is he didn't play, he didn't throw passes in college either. That's what I'm saying. There's no body of work for him 
to evaluate where you need to pick him that early or you need to replace him with a guy who wins football games. Anyway, on to, on, on to more nicer things that the source says. Eagles need a quarterback because Hurts ain't it. Jimmy G would win them another trophy. Ah, come on now. I'm not saying that wouldn't happen. It wouldn't be nice. But I think let's let's see what Hurts can, Hurts can do this year. It's almost like let's see. If Show I was a state. source, I'll just take the, I'll just take the fact that his quarterback is better in that division and just keep it as quiet as that. Because the Cowboys are going to do exactly what the Cowboys do. No matter if they win that division or not, they're going to lay an egg. I got a graphic I'm going to put up uh, where we put the page up of this thing I saw. The Cowboys are one of three teams who have 30-plus playoff wins. And you haven't had a playoff win in 13 years. It might be uh, longer than that. They it's longer two. than that. They've won two. Well, yeah, so one, two. no one cares about the Cowboys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm with you on that. <laughs> Is take the little gift that we gave you about saying the Cowboys are a quality team and let it roll. Yeah, don't don't step on it. Don't step on it because that's the only time you're getting it. Yeah, because I can turn trash <laughs> on the Cowboys real quick. And I and my team, I know I can talk shit about them because we've won two Super Bowls against you. Anyway. Yes. Now we anyway. move on to the second sucky team in this division. <laughs> yeah, this kind of sounds like uh, a little bit better than the Bears, maybe. But Seattle fans, I'm not a Pete Carroll fan. We all know that. If you've been following us for the past four seasons, God knows I've dropped enough F-bombs on that man's soul in the past 20, 20, uh, two decades than a lot of people have. But nevertheless, you guys aren't going to do much of anything no this yeah this turmoil out there uh <laughs> pete carroll the the most work that's gonna get happened out in seattle is pete carroll's jaw when he's chewing that damn gum <laughs> you know what's funny i think it's funny that geno smith is going to be their starter over drew lock watch <laughs> that's right geno is classified their number one right now Mm-hmm. They're in all kind of turmoil, and, <laughs> right. I, and I can't believe DK Metcalf resigned. Uh well, I mean, he's got to have some hope. You know, he's got to have some hope. I, don't I, know. Could, I guess so about that Pacific Northwest and guys staying in teams, Damian Lillard, that they should not be on. It's true. That is true. I don't know, but no, I mean, it's they have they, every everybody has a, a circle here. It's a rebuilding. Yeah. I mean. Yep. Uh-oh, yeah. did we lose? I them? mean, they're rebuilding, you know, and it's obvious you get rid of Russell Wilson. Who, me? No, we're good. You're good now. You're me? good. You lose yeah, me? you're good. No, nope, you're good. Now you are. Oh. <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, um, it sucks. They're in a the rebuilding year. It's not gonna look pretty. Um, the best thing you have is decaf, but um decaf. You know what I mean? Get ready for a hard rough one, you know what I mean. DJ Metcalf, yes. Be hard for a long, a, a long hard, rough them. Make sure you got your Vaseline, Seattle. They're going to definitely need it this year because, wow, it's going to be a bad season for you guys. So that's the NFC East or West, that, the NFC West. There you have it, folks. We've been in the East of the NFL. We have now went to the West of the NFL. Damon. You want to switch up and go north next week? 
Is that where we're going? We we're can going switch north? up. I can switch it and go north next week. We had sure. the south up next week. I mean, it's up to you. I figured we we started with my division. We end with your division. That's what I'd like. I mean, I know the Colts fans are waiting for us to talk about the South. <laughs> then I guess we're going to the South next week. We are going to see you back here, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on BW Sports 1 next Wednesday night for the AFC and NFC South predictions of your boy, the one. And formerly known as Da Ass. <laughs> this has there been BW Sports One, the original show on the network. Black and white sports started it all. And Damon, did you have something? For <laughs> I you? heard that. Yeah, you I did. heard that. Slammed that door, didn't she? Real, just real fast. Here are the others. Check out the others. Check his record. State of Basketball. Super kicking with Steven and Mr. Greg and our panel of baseball judges. Check those guys out. The combat zone coming back at you real soon. And us, the Dukes. That's right, folks. And Damon, as always, what do we do? <laughs> we keep indie sporty, baby. And on that note, we are out. We'll see you next week.